Good morning, good evening, good night, whenever you are watching this. My name is David, I am your host, and I am with... Just call me your other host. Yeah, I am with my other host. And um, this is the second episode of the Gunnels Mental Checkup Podcast. And today we're going to go over more experiences between both me and my other host today. Um, let's first go off with the host. To second host. Well, um, what what do you want to know? Like, ask me questions. I've, I'm basically like mental health wise. I've been experiencing it since recently. Like, how has your mental health been? It's been way better, and I can go ahead and tell you multiple reasons why. I mean, I know the reasons. Well, I, I especially know the reasons why now. <laughs> um, but in the past. How has your mental health gone up and worse, and what have you done about it? Well, um, at a very young age, I started medication, and I didn't know the concept of it either. My parents was like, you have ADHD, and I was like, what, what in the hell is ADHD? And they explained it to me, and I was like, oh, okay. So I started taking medicine for that, but maybe later on, I, I know this now. But, like, I had really bad anger management. And then I went to a place that really helped me on that, anger management-wise. But that didn't, that didn't like, stop anxiety, depression, PTSD, and all that from flaring up either from my past life. Um, it would all, like, just shoot up. It, like, it builds. Especially in the previous state I was. Like, the actual state I was at. It was, like not good for anyone's mental health like it seems like a good place at first you know you seem happy you seem cool like cool with people and like there's actually good people there you know not just like people who are gonna fuck with you yeah i had to learn it the hard way there are people who fuck with you in that state and there are a lot of them like you have people like you have like people they're just fake as hell. There's no other way to explain it. I had my group of friends from back where I was at, and now I'm here and doing this. Yeah, um, and I I can um, accompany on with you with the anger management. When I was younger, I had bad anger issues, and I still do. But I know how to control them now, which has put me in a better mental stage. But it's still at the point where it builds and builds and builds. And it snaps. And I do not like when it snaps. No one does. Um, and it, that's not the healthy thing. But, I mean, there's certain things you can help. There's certain things it's harder to help. We, we listened to the last podcast together. And yeah. listening to it, we you brought up a conversation we had before you actually started the podcast, which was... A man can cry. Yeah, men, like I said in the last podcast, men are, or not even just guys in general, the male gender, are raised at a very young age to not cry, to not show emotions because it's shown as weak, it's shown as you're not able to handle your own issues, it's it's shown as just a sign of weakness. And, um, like he said, we had a conversation the day before I started my podcast, and 
we we both agreed that a guy that can sit down and actually cry and it doesn't have to be a full cry like a lot of guys have like that one singular tear and it just relieves so much but a guy that can actually come to terms with his emotions is insane like i don't understand sometimes cuz i'm very bad with that i will i will admit it I'm very bad with showing emotions because of past trauma and past issues. Um, but coming to um, where I live now with the friends I've met and the friends I've known, it's gotten a lot easier to talk about it with people, even people I just randomly meet. But if I trust them, like I have that sense that I trust them, I very well will explain why I'm always like I like to be by myself I don't like a lot of people because of social anxiety um past trauma with family members like I mentioned in my last podcast with my mom with everything she did um it was very hard for a long time but um, and I I get that a lot I mean I'm Um, I don't know if I told you this about my life, but from the ages one to three, like, I I can remember it. It's weird. People are like, how can you remember something like that? I get what you mean. And, like, I'm like, dude, that's a graphic thing. Like, that's a graphic, real thing that's going on in my life, and it goes on in other people's lives, too, which is, I remember just me. Like, I don't remember anything else. It's weird. People are like, are you you fucking insane? And I'm like... No, I'm just factual. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I sit in a room. I was sitting in a room for a young age before I even lived with my like now parents. Yeah, just sitting there, watching TV. I don't know how to control the TV. I'm just watching TV. I'm a two year old sitting there watching TV. No mom at home. No one at home. Yeah. Dad in jail. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Little did I know, a year later, I'd have a little brother. <laughs> I got a little brother now, so. It was really hard on my now parents, who were actually my grandparents, because they adopted me and my brother. Like, my last name wasn't even my last name before yeah. they adopted me. You know, that's crazy to think about. Because, like, no one really has that name switch until you get married, I guess. Yeah. Or if you're, like, traditional like that. But, um, from the ages three to one, me and my brother we were adopted like we were left my mom left us because she went somewhere like probably florida or some shit you know and even though i've had conversations with her like she's told me everything that's gone on i've had conversations with both my birth parents one here's the difference between it all you know one owns a business has two houses a boat and all this stuff after becoming after coming off crack. Yeah. Another one, I just don't believe. And maybe it's because I live with it all day. Because... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, my grandparents, you know? But, like... I get it. Because it was, like, really hard on me. Because, like... I'm in an all-white family. Yeah. <laughs> all-white family. My dog's white. <laughs> really, it really is. Yeah, my dog's white. I'm, like... I'm half... Half black, I'm half white, half black, I'm a mixed person, and growing up, there was a bunch of people in my life, like, people who actually cared about me, but, like, asked, but, like, wondering, you know, 
Mm-hmm. We're cl- we're curious as children. Like this is like kindergarten, first grade type shit. Yeah. Talking to one of my friends, and she said, "So, are those your actual parents?" I was like, "I mean, I think so. Like, who knows about genetics? Yeah. And hell, who knows about something that like that long? You know, or just yeah. like that." at a young age it really confused me and one day I asked her and she was like yeah she's not a really nice lady and more and more and more it started to build up and like grow on me and I think that's why I had to go into treatment at one point but I think it's also why I got a bunch of PTSD anxiety and all that I'm very happy that you're able to share that with us and I'm glad you've made it this far in life um but it is our you know reminder for the people that have not drinking any water today to go grab some water, go grab something that will hydrate you, and take a drink with us. Yeah, I got some Sprite. <laughs> Which isn't the best, but I mean, it works, okay? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I had some water. Um, one thing I do want to bring up is... Mind this, for the podcast, or for the listeners, I've only known second host for four days now yeah, I want to say pretty much it's been about four days and I l- it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure but get the f- get out. the fuck out of my house yeah um no I've we've hung out these like all day every day for the past four days and he's a very good guy and from where he comes from and all the stuff he's had to deal with he's an amazing person to talk to and just to like vibe with but there's something i do want to bring up um yeah for viewers or i keep saying viewers like it's a youtube video (laughs) um for listeners people go through stuff like this every day every day every day they could be in their 30s and they're still dealing with parent issues but I mentioned this in the first podcast. Um, well, we were me and the second host. Um, me and the second host were listening to it. Um, we went to go to his house to go do some stuff. Um, we were. I mentioned it probably towards the middle of it, and I mentioned that that adults don't understand what we go through, and I I think I should rephrase that is that adults do understand what we go through, but they sometimes think that it's not a big deal. I mean, honestly, from my standpoint, like, I, like, I'm not, like, trying to diss on, like, anyone's parents, including my own parents, but, like, this goes to all the parents. It's a hard generation. Yes. This is probably one of the most insane generations you will ever meet in your entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like you hear, you hear your parents saying, "Oh yeah, I used to do this stuff. I used to do that stuff." No, they do not know. Because nowadays it's like, whoa! I guess the sprite was open. Cause my bed is soaked. I thought someone peed on it. Okay, that's kind of funny to happen right in the middle of a podcast, but uh. Uh, lightly reminder, do never leave a spr- Sprite can that you dropped on the concrete on your bed. <laughs> I wish I had a towel. I don't have one on me right now. Um, but this generation, and I'm not even talking about, like, 
generation as in Gen Z. I'm talking about 1990s to now. This generation... No, not, not 1990s. It's like 1999, like, honestly. 1999 to now. Now. The teenagers of this generation, what parents, or not even parents, just adults don't understand, is that when we grow up, we're going to think that to raise a child is to tell them they're not enough, or tell them they're worthless, or tell them, and to do certain things that break them down. But in reality... Us teenagers have re- a lot of us have had to realize at a long age or long age young age that what our parents do should not reflect what, who and what we are. We decide that through life experiences, through uh, hardships and glories. The thing that really pushes my buttons. And I mean pushy, like boop 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 pushes my buttons, is that a lot of people you could be around your closest friends and still feel alone, and people don't understand that, or people do, but a lot of people don't. Like, I mean, it, it. I think it gets really confusing because a lot of people can say, "Yeah, they're your friend," but at the end of it all they're just like not talking to you like imagine you're like hanging out in a big group of people and you see everyone at least interacting with one person you know and like you're just the odd man out like I've noticed it a couple of times um it really showed me who those people were you know and I really wish (laughs) sorry (laughs) Um, and I really wish I could go, I wish I could, like, I hope one day I can time travel back to a certain time where I didn't have, I wouldn't have done, like, those mistakes of hanging out with the wrong people. Yeah. Because somehow, maybe to this day, it still affects me, you know? And I try not to think about it. I hang out with everyone, just trying to deal with it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to explain, you know? Yeah, I, I, I can, wholeheartedly... I, it's more like a, more of a thing, like, what, like, if you, like, if you really want to know what has helped you during the, um, time you spent here, you know? Like, if you want to know that part about it. <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I understand very... Much so, let me take a sip of a soda because I'm overhydrated. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I am going to take a sip though, real fast. Ooh, my chest hurts. Um, you brought up a very, very controversial subject of time travel and what you would do personally. I would add on to that. Um, if I could try time travel, to be 100% honest, I would go to the night that my mom tried to commit suicide and telling me it was her fault or my fault that she was doing it. And she did it right in front of me. What a lot of people don't understand is that it's not that she did it in a different room. It's that she did it right in front of me 
and she went up the wrist, not across. Because if um, y'all have seen those memes, not memes, but those pictures, and it shows the lines across the wrist and the lines up the wrist, like through the vein. It says attention across as, uh, results for up. I don't agree with the attention thing because both can show severe results. And I don't agree that pe- people do it because they want to feel something. I've put an X deep into my chest, like scraping my ribs to feel something. I would go back to that night and do two things. Firstly, if I showed up too late, right after the blood was already on me and everything, I would tell myself that it is not my fault and that she's going through a lot in that particular time and she will be going through a lot for years to come, but it does get better. And it gets a lot better and you meet some of your best friends later down the road. And that you don't need to worry as much. Because as a almost 8 year old, you shouldn't have to deal with your mother's blood on your face. And that mentally scarred me for a long time. Like it's never scared me from blood, it's just scared me from commitment. It's your mom. Yeah, it's my mom. So when she told me it was my fault, I always thought that I was worthless. I I would never do anything right because I just push people so far to where they want to kill themselves. And it took me about five to six years to finally, not even finally realize it, just like to understand that people say things when they're out like crying in need. Like, they need help. Oh, man. I feel like I'm going to start tearing up. Fuck. Um, but... Yeah, don't worry. We're all there. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and for people that have gone through the same thing, I am so sorry you had to. It's it's a traumatizing thing, bro. And I'm proud. I'm very proud of people that have gone through that. And even if you still haven't come to terms... With it, just know that one day you will, and it is going to be the best day since that day. Because when I came to realize it, that's when I met a few of my friends that the second host has met, um, that we hung out with today, and... The live audience. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the live audience. Um, But we... uh, um, One last topic that I'm going to bring up. And this... If you would want me to tell... I think one thing that needs to be brought up is... What's helped you? That's exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) I was about to say what... I'm going to let you go first. What is one of the things that has helped you the most through everything you've been through? Well, honestly, if you were to put in the top three categories, I'd be real with you. Like, there's... It's like, if you're starting from the third, like, of course... Actually, I'd call it, like, two. 
like you have those acquaintances to be third yeah. really you know like they're friends but they're not your they're not your closest friends they're not the people you can be like friends and family yeah you know i got those people who have helped me out you know like friends that come and go that end up helping a they lot they always come and go yeah they always do which is sad because those friends have helped you yeah like so wet <laughs> keep talking um, I'm gonna see if I can find a towel to put on my bed because that's soaked. <laughs> what? I'm using old shirt. But like, basically, I don't know, I'd feel weird talking to you if you left to go grab a towel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just gonna put this over it. But, I don't know. Uh, yeah, third, just the acquaintances. They're friends, but they're always gonna come They're friends for a short period of time. They're like your, they're your, hi, they're definitely your high school friends. Yeah. You, you that's the definition how you, of a high school friend. Exactly. Yeah. That's definitely how you know that's a high school friend. You know, not the high school friends. Yeah. Like I'll tell you this right now. The second one being friends and family. Yeah. Friends and family. Like I have my family at home, and even if we argue, sometimes we get into some arguments. Like my mom's mad at me. I'm mad at my mom. My dad's mad at me. I'm mad at my dad. And my brother and I are arguing. Boom, 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 bang, Sorry, bang. I have, uh, <laughs> we have people at my house right now. And they're they're going to get yelled at. No, if I can barely hear it, my dad can't. Okay. Um, okay. But okay. we have people watching TV, and it just got really loud, really <laughs> loud. Um, just keep going. Um, but, this, yeah, the second being, like, my family, we always argue, we always do this, but, like... At the end of the day, we're family, and they help me out, and I help them out. Yeah. Um, just by existing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Basically, basically, it's all about existing in life. If you want to help someone, you gotta exist. And like the friends part, uh, yeah. Even though the last date, I didn't have that much, like happiness. I still had those good friends from there, you know. Yeah. And. I come out here two weeks later, I'm starting to meet the first person, and the first person's meeting, helping me meet other people, and then I'm helping me, uh, like, I meet other people, like, I go yeah. to the, like, I'd been hanging out with the same group of friends, you know, I'd mm -hmm. been going to the mall, I mean, and I'd been going to the school, I don't even attend the school, <laughs> Yeah. I don't attend the school, but I'd be, I've been coming to the school to go see my friends, yeah, um, and then, like, I met this one, my one friend, let, let's just call him, um, Scottish fella. <laughs> <laughs> cheesy. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can just call him Cheesy. We'll call, we'll call cheesy. him Cheesy. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I go hang out with... <laughs> <laughs> so... There's, there's an inside joke with that, with what his actual name is. So, me and Cheesy go to the... <laughs> Call him Shrek for right now, so it won't make us right. laugh as much. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so me and Cheesy are going to the mall. <laughs> Alright, so him and you know who is going to the mall. Yeah, so me and Cheesy went to the mall and we met this first group of people and it's like four girls and they're really annoying. Uh, oh my god, what is that? <laughs> um Miss Second, um you left your hair on my bed. 
<laughs> well, fair enough. Um, and then, but that group of people I hated. But then I met, like, then I heard someone say, Mac! Then I heard someone say, Cheesy! <laughs> I look to the right. <laughs> I look to the right. It's uh, two girls and these two guys. And, I, and I'm like, I'm like, Cheesy, who are these people? And they're like, they're like, they're like, oh, it's just some of my friends. You're gonna like them. Come meet them. I'm like, hi, I'm Devin. Oh, fuck. I'm like, hi, I'm a host. And they're like, hi, shoddy, how you doing? <laughs> what you doing right now? Okay, um... And they're like, oh my gosh, I love your laugh. <laughs> um... And, um... <laughs> firstly, um... Uh, I'm gonna take the mic for a few. Secondly, good job exposing Cheesy <laughs> and yourself. Um, thirdly... I agree with you on um, the thing you said about the high school, like the, not the high school friends, but high school friends, yeah. um, the ones that come and go, they do help. And it sucks when you lose them, but at the same time, you come to terms with it. Yeah. My second one was actually not friends and family. Um, I've never had a close relation with a lot of my family. Um, the closest relationship... I've really had is my dad and I recently and I mean month and a half recently I really haven't been talking to anyone beside um Blondie yeah and uh like Blondie is my female best friend Mm -hmm. she's one of the closest people I have yeah um it's a lot easier to talk to her than it is family so those friends that you treat like family are my second. Is those friends that you've known and that you count them as family. Friends and family. Yeah. Like, I, they're definitely more like, they're definitely just family, you yeah, know? Yeah, they're family at that point. But when, when I say family, I mean the friends that are like family. My actual family, it's hard to talk to. Um, my first, and this is a very contradicting thing. My first one is being by myself, letting myself think. And I know people always say that that's the worst thing you can do, which it can be. But when I say by myself, letting myself think, is me listening to music, sitting down on Google Docs, or with a journal in front of me, either writing or typing everything that comes to my head. Doesn't matter what it is, everything that comes to my head good, bad, random as hell, everything. Like, sometimes it would go, man, I'm hungry, I want some mac and cheese, to, man, I really want to kill myself, to, and I really like this, like, it would be random stuff. Um, but everything I thought, I wrote down, and I read it after about an hour. I got one question for you. Two questions, actually. Close. One, did you just expose Cheesy again? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I did. And two, it's not really a question, but like a statement, like distracting yourself. Yeah. I recently, before I met all of you guys, um, was just going through a hard time with the move still. Yeah. And I was like, I'd, I'd low-key be lying if I didn't say I was like going to kill myself in the next few months if I didn't have something good for me coming. 
or anything good or anything at all you know yeah it was a very serious thing like I'd always be like oh I'm gonna kill myself I'm gonna kill myself and I got really pissed off but like how I knew I was like about to do something stupid was I didn't say anything at all Mm-hmm. which is I'm going in like I'm in my room I'm sitting in there I'm going insane I have security cameras in my room just because of how paranoid I am yeah like I'm paranoid of a bunch of shit which I mean those cameras caught some funny stuff today <laughs> blondie eating complete dirt trying to run away from me cause she hit me um you know you and your dad's convo <laughs> Um, and then us in the hot tub. Um, but I am gonna cut it here. Um, I definitely think this is gonna be edited down. If you want me to say two things about this, we're definitely, we definitely have a little bit of a sponsor for this video. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Or, we'll talk about it now. Okay, we're back. Um, yeah. So. I'll just like, I don't, I don't know. Do you want me to end it off with the story and telling you why I'm like overall now good? Yeah. Why are you good now? Or what has happened and what has caused you being good now? No saying names. <laughs> um. Well. So the people I was talking about at the mall. Yeah. I don't know. It it was like. I was like, I, I was anxious. Was there a live audience? One of them. Maybe yes, definitely one of the live audience. So, yeah. Uh, one of the many. One of the many live audience of people in this room, you know, <laughs> like. Oh. <laughs> um. She really caught my eye. <laughs> Birdie 14? <laughs> I'm taking off the first part of her old gamer tag. Let's go, Bird. No. Birdie. <laughs> so, what you're saying is, one of the people you met in that situation, we're gonna call her... We're gonna call her Thick Thighs Save Lives. <laughs> She's dying right now. Um, thick thighs save lives is the girl that caught your eye. And I'm not going to go any more information on that because I know about it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I was, I was anxious because, because, I don't know. I, I was just sitting there at first. Yeah. And then, you know what? She asked me for my snap. <laughs> Dang, thick thighs save lives. Made the first move. Yeah. Okay, so let me explain. The only audience member we have is thick they thick thighs save lives. She's on Facetime, and um, she's on mute. She's low key, probably almost gonna cry, of laughter. Um, but um, Your I want to. Is gonna hear about this one. Anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna hear about this later. Um, I want to say thank you guys for listening to the podcast. With you already exposed yourself, so you might as well just say it. Dude. Hi, you can just call me Dev. Um, yeah. I'd rather be Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
so, so birdie. Nah, thick thighs. <laughs> thick thighs. Uh, sh- <laughs> she's kind of flipping me off right now. Um, but Dev, what's up? Dev, um, we're gonna have to bleep out all the other names. <laughs> nah, I'm just gonna leave it because right now. Um. Thank you for being here with us today. Um, and I wanted to say to everyone that's listening, thank you for listening. And if no one has told you today, you're beautiful or you're handsome, depending on what your gender is. I mean, and I am proud of you. If you haven't gone through any hardships, if you have whatever it may be, whatever your day has been, if it's been horrible, I am proud of you for getting through it. If your day was amazing. I'm proud that your day was amazing. I'm proud that you had an amazing day and it brought up your mood. Um, but that will be it for the podcast today. The one last thing I gotta say is, if you guys are ever in like distress, like like mild distress, there will be an Instagram soon where you can talk to a bunch of us. Yes. And also, if you're like, like in like you're rising, there's also. The National Suicide Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Yep. And if you're in an emergency situation, make sure to call 911. Or if you're not in the States, make sure you know your local emergency number. Yep. And, um, got two things to say before we, um, cut it. Um, firstly, make sure throughout the day you're hydrated, of course. Secondly, thick thighs save lives. Have a good day, guys.